from DynastyLeagueFootball.com and the DLF family of podcasts. All right, and it's me, it's me, it's that old JTB. James <laughs> the Brain is here, and we are ready for another episode. John, it's just you and I tonight, man. It's just going to be the two of us. Uh, just to hear that voice, you know, so you know, you know the feeling when you, you know, you you think of a song, a song just pops into your head and it's just kind of stuck there it kind of haunts you it almost you you really just kind of crave it until and you you can't you can't even you can't move on with your life until you hear that song that's uh that's kind of how I'm feeling about that voice I I just had to hear it and you know the 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 one person who i would love to hear talking back to me in this headset right now is uh the one person i'm never going to i'm never going to have that that time with again and the one person who i wish could hear this podcast episode is the one person i know is never going to hear it. I have no idea if I'm ready to do this or not. I I kind of I've I've been going back and forth on this. Um you know I I I on one hand it has been it's it's been so difficult for you know the last several weeks just kind of reminiscing, remembering James and thinking about, you know, the, the times that we had together. Um, I even going back and, and listening to some past episodes, um, listening to some Voxer messages. It's absolutely, by the way, Voxer is so cruel. (laughs) As, as much as Voxer is a great tool, and uh, I get to have some amazing conversations uh, with so many people by using Voxer. Um, and if you aren't familiar, it's 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 it essentially works as like a two way radio where you know you you push the button and you talk and you kind of it's almost like you're uh, you're leaving a message a little bit a voice message. Um, in real time, they can either listen in real time or they can listen to it when they get to it. Uh, you know, so it's it's for those conversations that take way too long to text. And in my line of work, texting is usually not something that I have a ton of time for. Um, and the time that I do have, I like to save for for Twitter DMs. You know, talking with my super friends about about Superflex and Dynasty and fantasy football in general, talking about strategy, talking about player values. I love doing that. Every now and then I get a little bit of time to tweet. Not nearly the the Twitter presence that I would like to have, but, um, you know, when I, when I get time, I certainly do it. But, you know, it, it just, it, those those being my priorities doesn't leave a whole lot of time for me to be able to text people. So I don't do a lot of that. I use a, I use Voxer a lot and it's it's actually been an amazing tool overall. 
because I can, like I said, I can, you know, I can have those conversations with so many of my friends. Um, we've got an ongoing conversation right now among the, uh, the, the current co-hosts of the Superflex Super Show. So Brian Haar, Bill McCarthy, and Shane Swags Swager. And uh, we're, we're talking about some trades right now. Um, but I, you know, I've, I've been using Voxer for many years now with James and it's, it's so cruel because, uh, over time it just, it deletes the, uh, the messages that, you know, that you've had for, for too long. And I'm kind of down to one last message from James and, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been able to go back and, and listen to some of those past messages, some of our past conversations over the last few weeks since he passed. But, uh, you know, now I'm just kind of clinging to that last one, um, that last one-on-one -on -one interaction that I was able to have with him. And, uh, and I know that it's going to disappear soon. Um, you know, and by then it's going to be permanently seared into my mind, but I still, you know, it, it just feels like the, the reality really kind of sinking in of losing that voice, you know, so it's, it's, <laughs> I've I've spent a lot of time listening, uh, listening back to those messages, listening to you know some of the more uh, personalized messages that weren't even fantasy football related, and you know just kind of just just remembering what that friendship was, what it was like. And, and, you know, just how much he meant to me. And it it's made it tough. It's made it feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready to get back to this without him. You know, I tweeted it out the, the very first, uh, the very, you know, the night that I found this out. I tweeted, I, I said, I don't, I don't know how to do this without you, James. And, you know, three weeks later, I'm not totally sure that anything has changed as far as that goes. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. On the other hand, I do know that, you know, I I miss normal. You know, I I, I miss my friend... But I also, and I also miss normal. I miss, you know, my other friends and my other co-hosts. I miss talking with you, uh, all of you, my super friends. I miss talking to you and with you and, you know, discussing fantasy football. Because this game, you know, is, 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 as fun as it has always been, as much as I've enjoyed thinking about it and talking about it and analyzing it, breaking it down, 
coming up with these strategies, working together with all of you to figure out, you know, the best ways to hack this game. Lost in all of that is the relationships that come out of it. This is the reason that I know that I knew James Catullus. This is the this this game, this podcast. This is the reason he became James the Brain. And it's the reason that he became quite honestly one of my best friends. And doing this is is the thing that brought him joy. And it's the thing that brought us together. And not doing it over these last few weeks has felt like a, a betrayal of the friendship that we formed. Again, this is the tie that binded us. This is the reason that I got to know him and got to you know, experience his friendship and come to understand who he was as a person. I never, I, you know, I, he lived in Wisconsin. I live in Denver, Colorado. We never would have, our paths never would have crossed otherwise. And especially because I don't, you know, looking back, I'm not so sure that James felt worthy of of people's friendship and of people's love you know i think that he if if we weren't kind of thrust into this situation together and if we hadn't gone through everything that we went through together even if we did meet in person just in real life I don't know that James would have opened up to me and would have given me a chance to, you know, to, to prove to him that, uh, you know, that, that I, that I can be a friend and that I can learn, that I can, you know, kind of grow to care about him, which is exactly what happened. But it, again, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for this game, if it wasn't for this podcast. And so doing this, not doing this, not podcasting, not talking about fantasy football, just kind of wallowing in, in the, you know, the deep, profound sadness of losing my friend. Again, it feels like a little bit of a b- betrayal to the to the friendship and to the very basis for the friendship the very reason that him and I even knew each other so it feels like something that you know that that it's it, it's it's it was so difficult <laughs> to hit record on this episode and real quick, I have to apologize to all of my co-hosts, you know, past and, and present. Um, I know that, you know, 
Swags, Bill, Brian, Ethan, Stompy, Travis. I know that you guys all had things to, that you want to say about James, and I, you know, I, I, I sincerely hope that you still get that opportunity, and I would be happy to be, you know, the 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 vehicle to that. This uh, organizing <laughs> that many different people, especially when a couple of them aren't even in the game anymore. Um, Travis, I, I mean, I don't even know if he still has podcasting equipment. Uh, if he does, it's probably caked in dust at this point. But, you know, organizing that has been a real time suck. <laughs> It's been really difficult, and again, you know, in the meantime, I was just kind of wallowing in self-pity, and not even not even self-pity necessarily. There's certainly some of that. <laughs> when you experience a loss, you, you certainly wonder why that happened to you, you know, why you're the one who has to experience this, although I wouldn't wish it on anybody else. I wouldn't want anybody else to take my place. But I still, I, I just, it, you know, I, I've been, I've been just so profoundly sad at the loss of my friend. And, you know, while, while I'm still not sure that I'm emotionally prepared to, you know, to, for this episode, I also felt like I was not prepared to continue on without this in my life. This has been such an important part of my life. And again, uh, you know, it, it led me to one of my absolute best friends. And I mean that. It's, it's such a strange thing with this fantasy football community that you can grow to care about somebody so much without actually meeting that person in real life. It's true. I never I never met James. I got an opportunity to meet several of my great, great friends. I've actually met Stompy twice now. Uh, he came, he stopped in Denver on his way to Fort Collins, Colorado, where he's originally from. And uh, me and my wife, Jacqueline, got to stop and meet him and his girlfriend, Rachel, and um, have a beer and uh, just get to know each other. He was just, it was it was hours after he found out that he had won uh, Scott Fishbowl 8. So um, that was an, it was an interesting moment. <laughs> But then, you know, beyond that, I I, uh, I got to go to Canton last year for the Midwest uh, Fantasy Football Expo, um, you know, hosted by the great Bob Lung, and uh, got to meet so many of, of my great friends there as well. Um, J. Mike is uh, is just as as large in stature and in personality. In real life, <laughs> as uh, 
as he is on the podcast. Um, he's also he's also every bit every bit the teddy bear that you would expect. Uh, Russ Fisher is um, the dynasty outhouse. I mean, he just didn't even say a word. He just walked up and hugged me. And I think over the course of about 24 hours, we probably hugged about 100 times. <laughs> uh, just the friendliest person on earth. Um, you know, the, the, the entire team of the Trades HQ podcast was there. And uh, those guys as well, they're everything that you that you imagine those guys to be when you listen to their podcast they're that in real life <laughs> they're they're just just like three three different personalities but all of them turned up to full blast they're just so much fun uh, Addison Hayes um, my longtime friend I got to meet him in person and uh, you know just a just such a laid back guy um, just such a cool, cool guy. Um, you know, Matt Williams, I got to meet him as well. And, and uh, you know, other other friends around the community, um, you know, Kyle Richardson and, and Ryan McDowell and Eric Dickens. And, you know what, I'm even, <laughs> I, I you know, the guys from, uh, from the Beer Fueled podcast, Dan Theory and uh, Chris Hopper, I got to meet those guys as well. And, I'm I'm gonna end up missing some guys. Kyle Senra, yeah, I also got to meet him. Um, he's actually pretty different on the podcast than in real life to me. Um, I think the the he's he's all business on his podcast. Very uh, very playful, very funny, um, great sense of humor uh, when he's when it when he's not recording. But again, I'm I'm gonna miss some guys here. Um, but the point being, I got to meet some of my friends, um, in, you know, in Canton, got to spend some time together. Um, man, Kane and Kane Fossil and Dwight Peebles. How could I miss those guys too? Those guys were so much fun. Uh, Kane brought his, uh, his wife, Whitney, and, uh, uh we kind of bonded over White Claw, which ended up being extremely cliche, but it wasn't at the time, by the way. So, um, but yeah, so many, so many great friends that I got to meet in person. Um, but that's such a rarity, you know, in this, in this community, in, in this endeavor, it's so rare that you get to meet these people in person. And, you know, I actually, <laughs> James had vacation time. He thought about coming to the Midwest Expo and uh getting to meet all of us in person and instead chose to go to uh to Minnesota for the fantasy football weekly training camp the live uh their their live study session um with hosted by Paul Charchian and uh you know Matt Harrison Brian Johnson Scott Fish and got to he met those guys in person you know, we fully thought that we would have another opportunity. We thought this year we would have the expo again. No idea there was a pandemic coming. And then, you know, here we are. Um, 
so I almost had the opportunity to meet James, but um, it it never actually happened. And yet, you know, we we just we talked so much about so many different things. We shared so many things about our person, uh, you know, about our lives that, you know, you, you just, I, I think that it, you know, to be honest, it, you really kind of get to know these people even better than the people that you have physical access to in your everyday life. It's, you know, it's, it's a little bit harder to manufacture chemistry when you're several states away, several time zones away in a lot of cases. You know, it's 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 so much easier when it's somebody who's right there with you. You get to hang out all the time. We kind of take that for granted, I think. I've got friends going all the way back to elementary school who I talk to them, you know, a couple times a year, maybe even get to spend some time with them uh, once a year or so. And you know, in between, you really just kind of drift apart. And I've come to accept that as a fact of life. But then there are these people who, you know, haven't been around for your entire life. You don't know all that much about them, and you don't really have a chance to see them outside of, you know, fantasy football Twitter fantasy football podcasting, you know, you don't have the opportunity to go get drunk with them so that you've got some stupid stories with them. You don't have that opportunity. You have to try that much harder, not only to, you know, to gain access to them, but to give them access to you. And when you're able to do it, you find some amazing people who end up just meaning the absolute absolute world to you. People who, you know, the, who you're willing to share this part of yourself with and who are willing to open up to you as well. That's such a magical thing for two human beings to... You know, to find one another, to trust one another, to care about one another, to a point where you feel like you can sit, you can talk about absolutely anything with that person. And there are very few people in this world who I, I, you know, who who we've we've been able to break through all the barriers together in the way that I was with James the Brain. And for that reason that's you know that again that's why I count I count him as one of my absolute best friends. We talked every day and it wasn't always about football. It wasn't always about fantasy football. In fact, a lot of times it wasn't we certainly talked about aspirations within this game and within this en- endeavor, but we talked a lot about life. 
we learned a lot about each other on a more personal level. And he knew things about me that very few people on this earth know. And I think, you know, to me, that's, that's the type of friendship that, you know, is, is very rare to find in this world. And to me, it's, it's, it's even more unlikely, improbable that you find that without having that physical access to that person without especially without ever meeting that that person you know face to face so that's why again you know to me i i i lost one of my absolute best friends and i don't it's it's a much bigger loss than I ever thought it would be until I had to go through it. And the emotion of it feels overwhelming. It feels if it's it has felt like this wasn't going to be something I was going to be able to do. But at the same time, I need it. I need this back. I need I need permission and I don't even know from who. Whether it's from James, whether it's from all of you, whether it's from myself. But I need the I need the permission to to be okay and to be happy. And to do what gets me there, what makes me happy. This makes me happy. Podcasting, talking about fantasy football, getting in those Twitter DMs and talking with you, arguing over a Twitter poll. That's the stuff that makes me happy. And that's the stuff that I need. I'm, I, I've just been stuck in this purgatory. I've been stuck in traction of of just self-pity and guilt and i i just i don't want to be there anymore you know they always say the show must go on and in football we have a different term we say next man up but either way however you want to say it <laughs> it's kind of the same idea and it's always felt so cold and callous to me until now where I, when I actually understand what it means. The show must go on. It's not that the show has to go on regardless of who's on it. It's not that we just suck it up, bootstrap it, and move it forward. It's that the show must go on because that's the only way that I can that I can be okay. You know, it's the only way that I can move on with my life. 
it doesn't mean that James the Brain gets left in the past. He's always a part of this. He will always be such a big part of this and such a big part of me. I'll never forget him. But the only way I feel like I can the only way I feel like I can honor him and honor the game that that we all share and that we all bond over is by going on, by continuing on. I hope that makes sense. I mean, again, like I, I, I didn't prepare for this. I really didn't even know that I wanted to do this. I didn't know that I could do this. And I still don't. <laughs> Here I've been talking for almost 30 minutes, and it might all just end up in the trash. I don't know. I don't know yet. I hope not. I hope that this... I hope I can I can find the courage to to put this out to be vulnerable because I you know that vulnerability is something I was willing to show James and very few others <laughs> you know it it's it again it's a hard thing to allow yourself to to tear down those barriers and james was great at bringing that out of me james was somebody who i was comfortable being vulnerable with and and i feel like saying all of this to the entire world is a way that I can honor James and show him that he taught me to be vulnerable and I'm going to carry that lesson with me through the rest of my life. And it's so interesting that he was able to draw that out of me because the thing about James is he wasn't great at being vulnerable. <laughs> In fact, he was even worse about it than I was. He was generally, generally willing to be vulnerable with me. He certainly wasn't with the rest of the world. He was very, very guarded with the rest of the world. And he still sometimes was with me as well. There were times where I I really wished that you know that that he would be less guarded with certainly with me, certainly with the people who he can be comfortable with. But really just kind of in general.
And I said it on the the potathon real quick. Huge, huge thank you to Salito and Sal Stefanelli uh, for for organizing that, um, for putting that on. Thank you again to everybody who donated uh, money to the to the Catullus family, and not just during the potathon either. Um, throughout, I know that there's still money <laughs> being poured into that account. And I can tell you that the Cthulhu's family was absolutely overwhelmed. It allowed them to, you know, it, it, it allowed them to put aside the fear and the stress of, you know, how, how do we pay for services and, and, and everything, um, for funeral services and allowed them to, you know, it got that stress off of their plate and allowed them to create the space to, to grieve and to mourn. And, you know, in, in such a troubling time, it's such an amazing gift to not have to worry about things like money. And, you know, how do we, how do we do this? How do we afford to honor this person? It almost puts a, a dollar amount on a person's life, you know? <laughs> and that's such an unfair thing. So I just want you all to know that you gave that family the gift of, of being able to, to mourn. And to celebrate his life. And it just... I, on behalf of his family, thank you. On behalf of me and his co-hosts and his friends, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I said it on the potathon that the irony of the entire thing is the fact that James had no idea that there would be this much, you know, such an outpouring of support and of emotion and of love. He had no idea. He had no idea how much we all cared about him. It's a little bit sad to me that he left without knowing that. I hope he sees it, you know, as a, I, I won't get into religious beliefs too much, but I will say that I do believe that he's still able to see it and still able to feel it. And I hope so. I have to believe that. <laughs> I have to, I have to tell myself that because it's, it, again, it, you know, it just, it's so upsetting to me, the idea that James thought that he was alone and thought that nobody would notice it, his, you know, his, his absence. It's just not the case. <laughs> and it's not just me either. I know that. You know, as sad as I've been, as upset as I've been, 
The reason that I'm here doing this is because I know I'm not alone, which means the absolute, absolute world to me as well. Sorry. <laughs> this is every bit as emotional as I as I thought it would be as and as I knew it would be. And I'd love to talk some football. I don't think it's the right time. but I would love to get back to that. I would love to, you know, continue to honor James the Brain and everything that he was as a friend, as a family member, as a fantasy football analyst, I guess, everything that he was, I would love to, I would love to honor him by getting back to the thing that him and I loved, the him, the thing that him and I bonded over, the thing that brought him and I both endless enjoyment that we were able to share together. I don't I don't know if it's going to be easier after this. I hope I really hope. And I think that it will. And I don't know that I don't know that we're done talking about him, talking about loss. Like I said, I mean, you still have several co-hosts, <laughs> several of his former co-hosts that, you, that you're still going to hear from at some point, I imagine. So, you know, it, it probably isn't back to business as, as normal, necessarily. Not completely, not yet. But for me, I I just I, I want to honor James in the way that I think would be the most pleasing, the most satisfying to him, which is to keep going with what him and I started together so long ago and the thing that started as a Twitter conversation between two two total strangers and blossomed into 
one of the greatest friendships of my lifetime. One of the hardest losses I've ever had to deal with. But with that, I'll, uh, I'll wrap up here. And I say it every time I, I do one of these solo podcast episodes, but if you listened, thank you. <laughs> thank you for indulging me. I know that this is a, this one in particular is a very self-indulgent episode, but like I said, I, I, I felt like this is what had to happen uh, to get me to, you know, stop wallowing in in the sadness and in the depression. And it felt like, it feels like, this is the permission that I need to move forward. So thank you for that opportunity. Thank you all again for the 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 support, the emotion, the the beautiful tributes to James, all the well wishes. You know, to me, to to the rest of you, you know, to his family and just to the memory of James the Brain. Thank you. And to you, James, like I said, I... All I can do is is hope and wish that in some way you get to hear this. I hope that you're standing right next to me right now, hearing what I'm saying, in fact. I hope that you know that you are truly, truly loved. I hope that you know that you're going to be so, so missed. I hope that you know that you that you were a friend that I never expected <laughs> and once I found you I never wanted <laughs> to let you go All my love to you, my brother, James the Brain Catullus. Rest in peace.